All right, folks, it's another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast, bringing all the action to the alley. First, we have Matt Sheldon, defender and the office enthusiast. Ten times has already washed it through, so he'll be joining us a little bit later to break some of that down. Actually, we'll talk soccer. We won't talk the office the whole time. And then we'll have Zach Eason. We've got lots of signings from the athletics, the, the roughnecks. He'll be on to break all that down and help us get through some of that. But first, I just got off with Marie Kondo. She said this episode is guaranteed to bring you joy. It's another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. All right, folks, thank you so much for joining us this evening on this Monday night edition of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast live from my kitchen. Yay. And uh, <laughs> um, I know I need a Frady Hall. I really do. We need to get that going again. So, uh, folks, um, we have a big episode jam-packed ready for you. We've got Matt Sheldon to be up here in just a minute. And then we have Zach Eason will be joining me a little bit later to help uh, wa- help keep me in line here and, 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 and talk some so- soccer in Tulsa. But first, a uh, real quick shout-out to BGN.FM. BGN.FM is where you can find the podcast uh, several new podcasts popping up every day. If you've got a team out there, if you're not from Tulsa, you listen to, you know, you're joining us somewhere else. There's probably about five different podcasts in your region that you can listen to. Also, shout out real quick to Roughneck Scars, roughneckscars.com, R-U-F-F-N-E-C-S-C-A-R-V-E-S.com. They will, the official providers of the U.S. men's and women's national team, USL, MLS, you name it, they can fix it up for you supporter scarves whatever you got roughneckscarves.com all right without further ado we've got matt sheldon on the horn he is joining us live here on the tornado LA soccer podcast uh matt how's it going today man it's great i'm definitely physically exhausted and tired of having like three double days in a row but i'm ex- excited i'm ecstatic to be here and i'm just pumped to be in tulsa Man, yeah, I was sitting here thinking double days uh, back in I was playing football or, you know, when you're a kid or, you know, whatever sports. And it's always for us, it was always in the middle of August, the way it kind of set up in Oklahoma. And you'll get to know you you, you're in, you played in St. Louis, so you got to see some of that. But, oh, boy, that uh, that is a that's a fun time to be doing working out outside. I, let me tell you. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm not used to the humidity at all. Being over from the uh, the West Coast, we just don't. I mean, we can get up in the 90s, maybe mm-hmm. the hundreds, but no humidity like ever. Oh man, I know. I, I was, I'm jealous. I wish we had that arid climate or that Mediterranean climate here. It's it's just a super after about I don't know labor. Memorial Day to Labor Day, it's just forget it. You know, I'm a runner, so I have to like run at like five in the morning to you know actually get out and not die of heat stroke. So, uh, yeah, man, I know it's like January and it's freezing cold, but you and I were sitting here just chatting. My goodness, your first friendly is this Saturday. Holy cow! Yeah. And you just like just walked off the airplane. You said you're you know you've, you've already got your two days, your t- your double training going, and man, it's just like uh, drinking from a fire hose right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's insane how fast everything just starts up at once. I mean, it, it literally not even a week ago, I was still in California, like not even thinking about. I mean, I was thinking about it, but I wasn't even like expecting games coming up. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, just so quickly, 
now it's like, okay, let's start preparing for the first game. But at the same time, it's insane how fast, because you're doing double days, because you're with all the guys and the team and the coaches for hours and hours every single day, it's crazy how, at the same time, how long it feels like it's already been there and how, like, how close that feels with the guys and the coaches already. Yeah. Have you worked? Uh, I know we have, have quite a few guys that are in USL for the first time and folks that have played internationally, but I know like SIP and some of these guys who have been in the league. Have, have you ever uh, worked with some of these guys in the past or maybe ever trained with any of them before? Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've had a few, actually. One of the main ones that's coming to mind right now is uh, a Jake, uh, a Jake, or Aquafe or Jake, or AJ. Yep. He, I played with him back. We played against each other uh, in college when he was at Chico state. I was at UC Davis. We okay. played with each other when at Ventura County fusion in the PDL. And uh, and then we also played with each other at OC Blues in the USL as well. So, I mean, we have a long history of playing against or playing with each other. And uh, so it was really cool. When, after once I just signed, uh, he was one of the first people I hit up after I saw that he signed as well. Just be like, hey, we're back together again. I'm excited to play with you. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. And I know AJ's also played, I, I believe, with Sipper on Hedrick as well. And, and one of the people. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have these like, it's like stuff three degrees of separation, you know, in the USL, especially in this league. It's like, it, I guess in a way it is a little bit of a tight knit community, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's insane. We always, I mean, the first day of preseason or the first time you join a new team or a new person comes in, it, it takes five seconds. And all of a sudden people are like, Oh, you know him. Oh, okay. Like it, the, the web of players and the web of the community is so tightly knit between everybody that it literally is, you know, somebody who knows somebody and, you're instantly friends after that. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's great. And 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 you know, and we're talking folks who play internationally as well. And you know, and I know, especially on the West Coast in California, there's there's a lot of colleges out there. A lot of, I mean, you just mentioned you have it's nice weather, so it's a great place. To, I mean, probably most perfect place to train for, and and probably in the country, if not in the world. So it's like you get those connections already because you're you've played against some of these guys, and and there's a lot of you know, you see schools out there that play ball. And, 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 and you mentioned Ventura County Fusion. That's one of these teams, and for folks who may not be familiar with the U.S. Open Cup, they're a team you don't want to see in the U.S. Open Cup because <laughs> they are – they'll, they'll, they'll get you. They're these, one of these teams that makes these runs every once in a while. Um, did, you, did you guys – were you on one of those teams that, that knocked off, like, I'm trying to remember who they knocked off a few years ago. Yeah, we uh we knocked off LA Galaxy too. Yep. When I was there. That's right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yep, that was one of the big upsets there and cup sets, if you will. So okay. So got a little bit of that. Uh, got a good upset there back and when you were starting out. So that's always cool. And and real quick, yeah. I, I'm not sure if folks that are joining the live stream here and feel free to pop in and ask questions if you have any. But uh, I did not realize this and but you have a pretty massive following on YouTube. And I'm not, real talk, 242,000-plus subscribers. So (laughs) I'm really excited because I've never um, had an opportunity to, uh, you know, kind of watch what happens behind the scenes, kind of follow somebody's career path as it intersects in Tulsa. So Mm -hmm. uh, talk a little bit about how, how you got started in that direction and just all the responses that you've received since since you're kind of giving folks a peek behind the curtain, so to speak. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been uh, 
it's been awesome. I've been doing this now. I've been on YouTube and kind of social media and document everything. I think coming up on four years now, oh. I, st- I started back when I, I dropped out of college and I was going on some trials in the USL and just kind of trying to break into the professional scene. And mm-hmm. I ended up after a lot of different trials, but I ended up at Sacramento Republic as a, as a practice player, which was like 15 minutes away from UC Davis. So I could co- kind of take some more classes. I could train with the professional team, um, get some connections and, and all that stuff. And you kind of realize pretty quickly that once double days kind of die down and everything gets back into normal and you're mm-hmm. moved in everywhere, it's a pretty almost slow lifestyle. You know, yeah. it's crazy, hectic and exhausting, but you train for two hours a day maybe a gym session. And then other than that, it's kind of just relaxing, preparing and uh, getting ready for the next game that comes up. So most of your day is pretty free. And it's just so many things like breaking into the pro game. Uh, it was awesome. Like of all the stuff I was experiencing and the stuff that I thought was weird and the stuff that I didn't expect and the stuff, mm-hmm. how I expected it turned out to be slightly different. And I just thought it was so interesting. And um, I, I knew that I wanted to do something else in my in my spare time because uh, I wasn't making like any money when I was training with Sacramento Republic. I was just getting a few expenses paid for. So I thought it'd be kind of fun. I like talking. I like making videos. I like uh, I, I had that video editing kind of background. I liked uh, coaching. So I thought I combined it all into one aspect and make a YouTube channel and Instagram to kind of show mainly at first kind of drills and tutorials. But then it started to progress into follow along with the behind the scenes, a day in the life of professional soccer player, especially when I, afterwards, after that season, the 2015 season, I went over to, uh, to Germany and I played over in Germany. Mm-hmm. And I, and it, I mean, my it, people just wanted to see what it was like over in Germany, playing for a lower division team and just trying to, trying to grind your way to a pro contract. Yeah. It's a, it's a different, you know, it's, yeah, it, you're right. It's a grind. It's, you know, it's one of those things where, you don't realize uh, how how much of it it is until you're in it, and then you know you got to take that step of faith. You know that hey, I want to go, you know, go pro in soccer. And something Cipron Hedrick and I talked about last, or I guess it's been two weeks ago, mm-hmm. is incentivizing folks to make that jump. Uh, you know, in the past, and probably you've experienced as well, MLS was kind of that really the only place you could go and you know quote make a living at soccer. It- Right. Yeah, and now I think you're seeing that switch over a little bit to where you can do that, you know, at at this level too. Correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's starting. It's, it's definitely at the beginning stages, but it's definitely starting. It's cool to watch. Yeah, yeah, and uh, okay, yeah, I, we um, folks were here chiming in that your volume was down, so I had to, or so I've been messing with that. So apologize if I was looking around on on the live stream here um i don't know if you're paying attention about anyway so folks are probably like what's roger doing over here um so so let's talk about uh tulsa and and kind of what got you here uh you know obviously you're you're playing in new zealand last season if i'm if i'm thinking correctly and 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 talk about just how you got involved with tulsa and just that process uh, from from New Zealand coming back here to the USL. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I went over to New Zealand first because I had a after the towards the end of the St. Louis season in 2017 in the USL, I had a pretty nasty um, tear of my adductor and my lower abdominals. Mm-hmm. I had to get a I had a I kind of was out for the last three months of the season. Had to get surgery in October. 
again, another surgery in February. And so that pretty much put me out um, of any contention of a contract for 2018 because I missed, I missed the start. And mm-hmm. no team, especially with the NASL holding that year, there was a surplus of players and uh, not that many teams. Yeah. So, I mean, even players that were fully healthy that had good pro careers and were playing in the USL found themselves out of contract. So me, completely out of contract, I, I didn't have any options coming back. And so I went down to New Zealand, had a rehab back there, got into playing games, got game fit again, mm-hmm. had a great experience down there. Definitely, um, it was a step down in terms of the professional environment, sure. but I loved it, absolutely loved it. And I knew that I my goal was to come back into the USL. That was something that I wanted to prove to myself that I could do, and that was something that I really, really had my um, kind of like sights set on. Right. So the season ended in New Zealand around end of August. August 23rd, August 25th, and I flew immediately uh, back into the U.S., and I started hitting up some of my old teammates, some coaches mm-hmm. that I knew, just kind of sending out that web of, of seeing, like, any opportunities that I had. And Ivan Mirkovich, who was playing here last year, I'm sure that, you know, Ivan Mirkovich, mm-hmm. yep. uh, yeah, he, a uh, great guy, and he, I would played with him at Sacramento Republic, I played with him at Orange County Blues, mm-hmm. and we lived together, we developed, like, a great bond. I'm a big fan of how he plays. I, he, I guess he's a fan of how I played, and he brought me in. I lived with him for about five weeks at the end of the 2018 USL season, and mm-hmm. I trained with Tulsa Roughnecks um, because he was he talked to Mike, and Mike wanted said I could come in on trial pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I stayed there for five weeks, trained every single day with the team, watched the games, really got a feel for Tulsa. And um, I guess I impressed uh, some of the right people, impressed Mike, because uh, then I got a contract for this year. Nice, nice. So it's yeah, sometimes it works out that way. I know we had like Putak Paris G. He would he was on you know on the practice squad at Rio KC and you know with with the uh, prior coach. So I mean, it's just interesting that to see how folks end up in certain places and, and certainly in Tulsa. So, so you are somewhat familiar with this town. So you, you said you're here for like five weeks or so last year. Did you, mm-hmm. did you get to find, uh, you know, I, I always ask this question and, and, and for folks who maybe not from here, just what, what places did you go to restaurants and, and, and the kind of the vibe that you, that you had just uh, with being here in that short period of time in Tulsa? Yeah, I, I was def- I was here in September, so at the very beginning, it was incredibly hot, and then <laughs> yep. by, by the end, it started to get kind of cold, which mm. is funny that I was right in that transition period. Um, yeah, that's that's I, our fall right there. It's like a week, It's and then it's yeah. like it's winter. It's crazy. <laughs> it's quick. Yeah, it's quick, and so I, I got to do a lot of stuff, actually. I, I went to Ivan all over the place. I went to Main Event. We went bowling mm. at Dust Bowl. We went downtown a lot. We did uh, the Flying Tee. It's kind of like the Top Golf, like mm-hmm. the yep. driving range stuff. Oh, we yeah. went, went to breakfast. I forgot where the breakfast place was, but it was downtown. Went to tons of cafes and uh, got coffee everywhere. But I really got a cool vibe for the city, and it's and I really liked it because it's um it's it's small and compact, but there's everything you need, and there's there's a lot to do. And if you if I felt like if you once you find the really cool spots and the pl- spots that you like, mm-hmm. it can be really really fun. So I really like the vibe. The people have were so cool. Even the five weeks I was here, everybody was so nice. Um, I literally would walk into a coffee shop, just start talking to the to the owner, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, he might come to a Tulsa Roughnecks game. So sure. it, I really love I love the vibe. I love just the city, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to uh, explore it more and really get to see more places and more things. And sure. uh, and yeah, 
Yeah. Now, do you guys, I'm kind of switching gears on you here, but do you guys uh, uh, tighten? Do you guys uh, get to play indoors or are you guys outside in the, in the cold right now? It's about 50, 50. Okay. If it's, if it's really cold and there, there's those morning sessions, it's like at 9am and it's 25 degrees outside and windy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll go in the indoor field, especially, you know, if Mike uh, wants to do a little tight technical session, mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. But we definitely, I definitely say it's about 50% of the time we're inside. 50% of the time we're outside kind of um, going after it in the, uh, in the elements, but it's not that bad. I mean, if you wear the right stuff, right. you wear your tights, you wear your under armor, you know, you wear, got gloves on and you're moving around running. It's, it's not terrible. It's just the warming up process that takes a bit oh, yeah. of uh, yeah, a bit of time. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I don't mind running in the cold. I just hate, you know, you know, setting there in the cold, not doing anything. So I'd rather be yeah. moving around, you know, like a shark just running around in circles for all I care, you know. A hundred percent. It's funny. It's funny when I go to like games and I'm where I'm or trainings or something where I'm the coach or I'm watching somebody else and I'm outside. Mm-hmm. I kind of I instinctually dress how I would dress as if I was running around, and then right. I freeze my butt off oh, the yeah. entire time <laughs> because I'm not prepared for it because I'm not moving around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, yeah, we have uh, for folks just joining. We have uh, Matt Sheldon on here. Uh, I believe I believe you said you're playing right back. Is that is that the intentions uh, or is kind of where, where you're kind of lining up at right now? Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm thinking, like my main position. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where I played in the USL for the last two years and played in New Zealand. Um, that's like I'd say my most comfortable position, but I can play right mid right winger. Left mm-hmm. back, left mid. I, I've even had some stints at center back, both in the USL and abroad. Um, so I, I'm definitely like a utility player that can kind of pop in wherever I'm needed. But right back is kind of like my primary position, I'd say. Nice. Okay. A little, little fullback action. All right. Did, yeah. Did, did, did they let you uh, – are, are you one to come up and, and do the overlap, or are you more kind of play back and, and play more defense uh, type of fullback? Oh, I'm a hundred percent push up the field. There like you go. Every single, every single play I'm at the, uh, the end line trying to get a cross off. That's like, I love pushing up. That's my favorite. Cause I was in college, I was a center striker and I was a, a right okay. winger. So I love the attacking. I love dribbling. I love taking guys one-on-one. I love to try, try to use my speed down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got kind of like converted to a right back, as I kind of entered the professional game, um, I definitely incorporated and kept kept that uh, that attacking sense into my game. Yeah, that's, it's hard to break out. You know, it's like it's like someone who I don't know if you're a, if you're a basketball player. If you're like, hey, I'm a three point shooter. It's like, no, yeah. no, I need you to be a role player. It's like, ah, no, I'm still a three point shooter. So it's, I think uh, you know, <laughs> you always everyone always has that kind of that attack mentality. You know, every once in a while, I'll get somebody on here that's like, nah, I just want to lay people out and defend. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, still, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's too tempting to, to run up and, and try to get across in to get, get past a guy. I mean, that's, that's part of the fun of, of playing soccer and, you know, and, but yeah, that sounds great. And, uh, and I was, um, I was curious, uh, are we, are we going to see, um, you know, kind of switching gears on your on your YouTube channel. Are we are we gonna start seeing some more? Uh, I know you you put out a video about what once a week or so. Is that right? Are we gonna start seeing some uh, some Tulsa videos here pretty soon? Oh yeah, actually, uh, I try to go over the last week. It's been slow as I've been making that full drive over here and moving it. But um, but the 
goal is to definitely do about two or three videos a week and definitely i mean the next video i have a video coming out tomorrow that shows the full drive over in tulsa moving in the whole moving in process and everything but um nice. that's i love that i love the showing the yeah i don't hang on one sec we're getting a little audio interference here i don't know what's going on apologies for everyone on the live stream right now i don't know what is going on it's did this last time i was doing hang on one second let me what's going on oh geez okay um matt you still there all right wow this is awful all right well um okay hello 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 all right all right you could probably hear me it's just uh, could you guys is it coming through on the live feed let me know because if it's not if it's just on my end then i can't I'll, I'll i'll keep muscling on but if it's on the phone um okay that was okay um Okay, can you guys hear me okay? Is all right. I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> people are just have are are putting lightning bolt emojis right now. So, uh, I all right. Well, we'll we'll try it again. See if all right, Matt. You still there, man? Okay. Uh, let me let me turn you up here. Yeah, I don't know if it's since I'm doing this over the cell phone. If it's something on the cell phone's end or not, but. Um, on my cell phone, not yours. It's just it's on this end. But anyway, all right. Uh, okay, cool. All right. So, electricity, yay! All right. So, <laughs> well, I guess we can um, wrap wrap it up in case we run into an electric storm again here. I don't know. Maybe it's a solar flare. I don't know what's going on. But uh, uh, tell folks how they can. Uh, uh, I'll I'll post the link here in just a second. But just tell folks how they can. Uh, uh, view your uh, your YouTube channel and and all that good stuff. Yeah, uh, it's just become elite. So you can search on YouTube. It's one of the uh, probably the bigger channels under become elite, um, as well as Instagram. Same exact thing. Become underscore elite. I just post drills. I post behind the scenes of a professional soccer player, and uh, just kind of you know people can follow along with the, with my journey so far. Yeah, yeah. It's, I got I had a chance to watch a couple of videos and somebody clued me in on it. Said, "Hey, you know, he has a big YouTube channel." So, I was really interesting and I'd actually like to probably dive into some more of that as the next few days here and um have to jump in there and check some of that out. So, it's good stuff. I'll make sure and post the link unless somebody else beats me to it here on the website. But anyway, um uh Matt uh Matt Sheldon defender for the Tulsa Roughnecks joining us and uh Hey man, I appreciate your time and uh and you know, we'll be in touch and we'll have to we'll have to circle back eventually, all right? And catch back up. You bet. All right. Thanks so much, Matt. All right. So um yeah, I don't know. We had just some awful interference there. I apologize, guys. That was terrible. Oh, goodness gracious. Um Okay. So All right, we'll see if that goes away my gosh that was awful i don't know what it happens occasionally on you know we have the phone interviews and um they're just all of a sudden just out of nowhere this interference happens and i have my phone completely separated from my my where my 
you know, microphone and everything is. So I don't know. That's just crazy. So if we run into that again, we'll just have to cut it off because I don't know. It was just awful. And thank you for enduring that because, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was bad. So anyway, we'll we'll try to edit that out on the actual podcast and try to cut that out. But hey, it's live podcast. I mean, I've rocked a baby on here live, so, you know, I've, I've, I've stayed pretty humble as far as a podcast goes, doing stuff on live, so it's part of it, you know. So we'll deal with that, and we'll, we'll cut that out on the actual live podcast. But anyway, all right, so um, everyone bear with me one moment. I've got, we'll bring in Zach Easton here, and we're going to talk some the signings with the Roughnecks, Tulsa Athletic, uh, got quite a bit of news there, and then, you know, just just kick it around a little bit, talk some national team. We'll, you know, we'll we'll have a, you know, we'll 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 dive in just about anything you guys want to talk about. So, uh, just hang tight for one second, and uh, while we are on here, we'll see if we can actually get Alan Doyle this time loaded up correctly. So, bear with me one moment, and we'll be right back. Okay, technology, what can I say? All right, so, all right, I guess I hope everyone can hear me okay. It sounds a lot cleaner now all of a sudden. I don't know what's, I, have, I can't even pretend to know what's going on right now. But anyway, we have uh, Zach Eason on the horn tonight. Zach, how's it going tonight, man? What's up, Roger? It's good to be on. Golly, yeah. I don't know, man. The way the, way the tech, <laughs> man, I don't know why. I, 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 I feel awful because people are like just, like what the heck was that? So I tried to run. I might be getting relegated to fifth division after that. I don't know. Yeah, I, feel <laughs> was like, that? I don't. USA doesn't have a fifth division. We just it's top four, and that's it. That that's like you're folding at that point. It's like ah, oh, you're done. <laughs> you're the you know you're the NASL. You're just we're, that's we're, it's you're a done. Sunday league at uh, Soccer City. That's <laughs> yeah. what that is. <laughs> we're like mine is more like little kids out there on the little short field <laughs> playing around, running into each other. Oh, I hate it because uh, yeah, Matt had some great stuff there and and mm. uh, great interview and just yeah yeah end yeah. of yep. it just I don't know what happened atomic bomb went off on my phone I guess I don't know it was so weird anyway no, you're good you're uh, good thanks for uh, letting me come on after uh, Matt Sheldon man that guy oh, yeah. he's got like twenty thousand Instagram followers and you know I'm over here I can't even get my mom to follow me <laughs> yeah, like eighty or something I don't have to make like my fake accounts like I mean. You know, it's uh, one time there was like this huge purge of like, you know, the bots got purged out and I had, I lost like 90% of my followers on Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, what who the heck was following me? Who yeah. are these people? So yeah, good stuff there. And um, yeah, uh, but you know, talking of, you know, we're talking signings and uh, you know, I think this is the second day of training the day one. It was maybe first day of training for Tulsa Roughnecks. Uh, I know Lori, I think she posted earlier, she may have went down to take some pictures, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, what what are you hearing so far on the training side? And I know we had Matt on and, you know, they're just kind of getting their legs underneath them, but uh, I think everyone's pretty much in town at this point. I know there's a couple people still flying in, right? Yeah, I think uh, the team posted the Akil Barrett, mm -hmm. uh, former TU striker, um, was uh, – just getting into town, I think today or yesterday. I can't remember when they posted that, but um, yeah, yeah. I think you know practice. From looking at the pictures, I think the biggest thing that sticks out to me is, man, we got some tall guys on the team. Oh yeah. Uh, I just think the physicalness from compared to last year 
is you know something that uh, Tulsa fans are going to be not used to. Yeah, and I think that's when you know the first year Bodrell, you know, you had Ian Fontes, who's you know six foot five, big tall guy, and you know you just you looked at this team. And just like them walking off the bus, they're just a big physical team. I mean, and then the little guys were just fast. You know, you had, you know, folks like, you know, Kosuke, who's not one of the big guys, but he's, you know, former MLS and, you know, uh, MLS Cup champion. And mm-hmm. it's like, my gosh, you know, you line these guys up and, and you're just like, okay, this is, a, this is a pretty solid team from, you know, top to bottom. And, and you know, this team, you know, you have a lot of folks coming in who have USL experience like Matt and, and uh, AJ and, and obviously Cyprian Hedrick. And, you know, so, and so you have some of this talent that's that has experience in USL. And then you have a few folks that, you know, we're not quite as familiar with that are younger uh, that are coming in, you know, off the, you know, from the team. You know, so what what do you make so far of the uh, signings that you've you know that you know of and 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 some of these guys that we may not be familiar with is there any that you have your eye on yeah i mean you kind of hit it that there is quite a few guys this season that have usl experience um i think last year we saw a lot of guys that had experience just not uh in the states you know somewhere playing either down in uh central america or um Uh you know, over in Europe, but I think this year, especially starting at the back, I mean, um, for, um, Lewis, uh, Sean Lewis yep, uh, coming yep. in from, uh, Penn FC, you know, that guy just, you know, I think I tweeted out his, uh, little highlight reel from maybe two years ago, but it, you know, just a solid goalkeeper, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to get the job done. Um, and you know, with, you know, where, you know, the last two years we've seen Serta, who is a great goalkeeper, mm-hmm. but then you're always kind of a little nervous that he might make one of those mistakes that he sometimes makes. I think uh, Lewis is just, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. just solid. Um, yeah. And that's what we need, especially at this level. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you said something there. Fabian Serta uh, will not be back. It's signed, I believe, in Chile, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, yeah, he went back down to uh, South America. Yep, and uh, I haven't heard anything on um, uh, Chase. Uh, I don't know if he's been re-signed anywhere or if he's going to turn up. Any- so I haven't heard anything on him, speaking mm-hmm. of goalkeepers. So I, we all know um, uh, Donovan Ricketts, you know, can probably jump in there and, and sub in in an emergency <laughs> situation. You know, I mean, hey, you know, you've got your license, and, you know, come on. I know he's obviously looking to coach, but worst-case scenario. So uh, I don't know if we'll see a, um, a backup keeper signed or maybe they're still going through trials and you know or just haven't announced it but uh i figured by this point you kind of got your main guy and then Mm -hmm. just from there just maybe picking up somebody else so uh, yeah and we've seen in the past where you know that backup goalkeeper um you know we can always get guys on loan from mls or or uh, local guys you know i think mm -hmm. that's where that kind of stuff can uh, step in and uh kind of fill in that role of just being that backup goalkeeper sure uh, but yeah sean lewis looks like he's our our starting number one yep and then of course you said building from the back Cyprian hedrick there getting you know yep. uh just a lockdown center back there and uh you know you got matt on the right who's you know had some experience there uh yeah, so I, yeah. I would say another big guy for us uh malin roberts yep. um coming in from uh richmond kickers but he was up with uh ottawa um, for a little while uh, mm-hmm. before that, old NASL days. Um, 
just another you know that guy is huge he's mm. six four i think when i looked at him and like um just impressive uh, i think we're gonna see our back line it's gonna be a, a tough one just physical wise sure. but then also experience wise and, and i think that's kind of what uh coach Ensian was looking at when he was sure. building this roster is like okay i'm gonna look for experience and, and toughness in the back and then build from there yeah yeah absolutely and then one other person you mentioned earlier he uh was a uh, uh wow i just went blank here um akili barrett sorry i was like come on yeah boy. I yeah, almost said AJ. Bullshit. I was like, no, we were talking about AJ Jake. Well, no, uh, Akili Barrett, which I think is one of the, one of the um, wild cards. You know, this guy who's played at Orlando City, had MLS experience, obviously mm-hmm. played here at TU. So you feel like, hey, this is a guy getting a, you know his second chance here uh, in, in, a, in his professional career and coming back home to be able to, you know, play here in front of you know the crowd that you know he's used to seeing and and you know familiar with here in Tulsa so you know I first saw that sign I said well that's that's a that's a great signing you know get somebody that can come back here and and maybe uh you know make you know get their career you know I guess not really started but you know use this as as a way to you know resurrect a a career wouldn't you say yeah um yeah the thing with Akil is he's fast and I Mm -hmm. think that's another thing that coach Ensian was looking at when Mm -hmm. building this team is you know, looking for speed and when sure. they kill, you know, I, I watched him a bunch when he was with TU mm-hmm. and, you know, one of the things that impressed me the most, you know, was just the ability to, to run at defenders with the ball at his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just, you know, he made some pretty incredible passes um, and some, some goals for TU that, you know, were, were, you know, what, what got him, you know, picked 25th overall from, Orlando City, and so sure. I, I really hope that this is, you know, just another jump starter to help help his career. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you certainly want to see folks, um, you know, be successful there. And and you know, there's a few folks here that uh, that have some experience here that are that are interesting that have played overseas. Uh, Alto Mariano uh, playing at Honduras. I think Real Yeah, Espana. that's, that's that, a guy I'm probably looking forward to the most. You know, he uh, he was with Real España. That is. Mm-hmm. My team from Honduras uh, actually have go. their jersey. Oh, nice! <laughs> uh, been a big fan of Real España for for a while now, and um, yeah, he, he's played with a bunch of teams down in Honduras. It looks like it looks like another extremely fast midfield uh, kind of play um, play out on the sides and mm-hmm. uh, just run at, at defenders. Yeah, yeah, and then you've got Adai, who's a Jeff Adai, who has played, you know, in Mannheim, Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abdullah, it, I Idrisu Abdullah. Oh, I just probably butchered that name. I apologize yeah. to everybody well, on the live stream. It's here. Uh, 2019. It's it's going to be a tough year for for us to have <laughs> to pronounce all these names. I know it's like, hey, you guys, must just come on here and tell me if I'm telling if I'm saying it wrong. I'll just keep saying it wrong until somebody tells me it's wrong. You know, so. Um, but yeah, and, and some folks who have, uh, you know, some younger players that are being signed, you know, of course, DJ Dean here locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's just, uh, you have quite a few folks. It's, it feels like, you know, this time last year or in the past, you're, you're putting together a roster. It seemed like you had, I think the first game, we may see this too on, in, in the match on Saturday is a lot of quote trialist playing out in the fit, you know, but 
this seems like this year there's a lot more names at least we have names and mm-hmm. um seems like a lot more and, and this is and i'm sure you know there's some more signings to be announced before the the friendly on saturday but i mean you have a full roster just looking at names and and you know just places on the pitch so do you think this first match you're going to see less quote trialist and more actual names on the field? I know it's a friendly, so you're going to see trialists, of course. But you know, in the past, it was you know we had like six signed players, and it was yeah. everyone else was a trialist, right? Yeah, I think we're going to see. You know, I know there's some local guys um, that they have signed kind of more of as a practice squad kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to see those guys. Um, but you know, looking at the roster that we have right now there's so many guys that, you know, I'm not sure who's going to be starting. And right. I don't know if Coach Incy, and other than a few guys, I'm not sure if he has his full starting lineup right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a good thing. In preseason, you um, you almost want to go in, you know, with everybody competing for their spot. Right. And so having that throughout the season, having the depth of, you know, multiple forwards that can step in um, and really push each other along the ways. Um, you know, I, I think – um, Matt Matt Sheldon talked about this on one of his YouTubes that I actually watched. You know, going in and and you know one of your biggest goals is how can you help a team? And right. That's just competing every day, um, and so that's you know that's what it takes to be a professional. That's what um, we need to have if we're going to be you know one of those contender teams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've got to have those you know, those teammates, it's like, Hey, if it's, if it's not me, I'm going to make sure and compete with, mm-hmm. you know, compete and make it, make the person better, you know? And, you, you, and I think that's good to have, you, you know, I, I think I saw the same video you're talking about and yeah, you're right. You, you've got to have good locker room guys. You've got to have mm-hmm. folks who, you know, get along and, and, you know, Hey, if it's not me starting, I'm going to push the person that's ahead of me or, you know, you know take, try to take their job too, because that's, you know, that makes you better. And, and competing in, in a healthy way like that. And, you know, I think that, you know, uh, just, you know, now this is, you know, my coach Incian's, you know, I guess, you know, had the interns interim season last year and now he's, he's under, you know, he's got you know, full reign this year. And uh, are you expecting, and, and one of the things he talked to me about was, you're getting some guys who can who can run, you know. Matt mentioned it. You mm-hmm. know, he likes to run. He wants to get out, get go ahead and push, you know. And and that was something that he was wanting to do last year, but just didn't have. You know, they were still working on, um, you know, fitness and getting yeah. their legs underneath them. Whenever he came in, you're, you're, which is you know kind of crazy. You're talking halfway through the season. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're still working on fitness over, which is, you know, crazy. But uh, you know, uh, are are you expecting? more of an attacking style this you know early on and and just seeing more of these you know long diagonal passes down the side are you expecting some more of that with uh with uh this team yeah yeah i think this team is going to be fast i think they're going to be mm-hmm. fast with the ball at their feet um and, and it also looks like there's some uh midfield guys who can just pick out that pass and so right. just uh, send the ball over the line you know, one of the guys I'm probably most excited for right now, uh, who's a younger guy that probably people don't know who he is, Fredlin. Uh, I'm gonna say this wrong too. Fredlin Montpremier. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is a University of Tampa product. Um, he's been around at the PDL level for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, people need to go and check out. Um, he had a goal of the week 
up um, with his PDL team for uh, all of USL PDL. Wait, and that was when is, the Bucks, right? You played for the Bucks, the Mil- uh, uh, not Milwaukee, the Michigan Bucks. No, he played. Uh, and I, I can pull this up real quick. I think he played for yeah Ocean City Nor'easters. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it was for them, you know, and he is just flying past this defender, you know, makes the defender look like he's almost walking, but, you know, I know he's running and just mm-hmm. going extremely fast, gets by him, gets the ball, and just, like, slots it in into the right. And so um, just perfect footwork with a ball, but going that fast is so difficult. And so I'm I'm excited about this kid. Yeah, I mean, you see a goal like that, and it's – you know, you're just, you're, you're, um, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, you, you see it, it's like, my God, yeah, that's a, that's a, it's a cool thing to see and witness. And, and, and it's like, Hey, that's, that's skill there. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. And especially being a young guy like that, I mean, several yeah, I think years, he's 22, Jeez, you know, man. so there's yeah. a lot of potential for this kid. Um, and that's kind of what we got right now on, on this team. I think, um, Coach Ensian talked about it. He is a young coach. He's hungry. You know, obviously he has aspirations to, you know, go to that next level to keep going up. Uh, and so he wants to bring players along with him that have the same aspiration. You know, we have, a, I think Sepharin is the, the oldest player. Um, but mostly it's younger 20s um, mm-hmm. That, that are hungry, that have the potential to go to that next level. They just need to prove it you know, at yeah. this level. Yeah, and something I, I you know, well, I talked about, you know, in the past couple, you know, talking to Cyprian and, and Matt, you know, mentioned, and in the past it was just MLS or bust, right? It was just, mm-hmm. if you're not in MLS, it's hard to make a living in, in professional soccer. Uh, yeah, you could go overseas, of course, you know, and have those options. And one question I posted to – I asked the USL show guys, hey, you know, do you think now with Opta and now we have the, you know, the stats that are available anywhere in ESPN3, you know, what's that – or ESPN Plus, I should say. Do you feel like the European clubs and, – and are you hearing anything as far as – not, you know, I mean, just from where you're setting – that are paying more attention to the USL as a league and, and plus it being in some of these off seasons. Do you think it, folks are paying more attention to stateside uh, soccer now that you have all these uh, avenues to be able to keep track of these players? Yeah. I mean, uh, first European teams and, and uh, foreign teams right now, there's a premium on the American market. Mm. You know, that's where the money is and it's continuing to grow. We've seen this with uh, EPL numbers for uh, TV viewerships for, you know, just the, the demand of the game is growing and it's growing so much here in the States. Um, Pulisic got, you know, how much is he making now at Man U? Oh, oh uh, Chelsea, right? Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea, yes. Yeah. Oh, geez. That was like Just, a $45 million transfer fee or something ridiculous yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, and a big part of that is because he is an American player and American fans are going to go out and buy his jersey and they're going to mm-hmm. go and watch his games. And so Chelsea uh, is going to be making a ton of money off this. And, um, you know, I think this is what. So, so we're going to see more investment in the American game, more investment in 
the professional game as well as the youth game here in the state uh, and hopefully that that translates into you know growth mm-hmm. where we start seeing longer contracts and hopefully we start seeing usl teams deciding hey it's worth it to really invest long term into players instead of just a nine-month contract doing a, a two-year contract a three-year contract and hopefully you can you know sell those players sell those um you know and, and you grow them you can sell them to an mls or, or like you said now european markets can see all the stats and see everything right. yeah you're right and i think you know that was what don garber had talked about in the last or one of his discussion, I can't remember it was an interview with Grant Wire, wherever he was talking that he's trying to make MLS, MLS a selling league versus, mm-hmm. you know, trying to pick up these expensive free agents, um, you know, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's a lot of things there. This, this could be a whole discussion in of itself, but why you're right. There is a, the U S market is interesting to, outside investors and European investors. Yes, no question. Um, there's a few things that prevent young American players from going and playing overseas. Uh, one being the Amateur Athletics Act, I believe is what it is, where mm-hmm. you have to be over, I believe, 21 in order to go play you know, in a different country. If I'm not – I know there's some some rule – uh, yeah. With Chris and Polish, he was able to kind of circumvent because he had a uh, a Polish uh, a passport, I believe is the I believe that's what that that's one of the things. So, but now you know, kind of you know, of that same, I guess the way for you know young young kids to get involved now, you have these academies. Um, mm-hmm. You know that you know they got school, you know they go to lunch, you know they have their own stuff there. But they're all just focused on 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 soccer, um, and I think in in the way it's set up, the only people that can really make money on these things is people who are MLS teams that have academies as of now. But I would be interested to see if you have like these Scott Gallagher's or say hey, TSC mm-hmm. over here in Tulsa. Let's say they have the next Chris and Pulsich, right? And you know, or somebody comes up through the TSC. And all of a sudden, they're garnering interest from Met League MX or wherever. But I know they have that weird, the the MLS gets you know the whatever the check is for the transfer fee, usually goes through MLS or SUM, and then it goes on to I don't know if it's SUM, but whatever at USSF I guess is in this case. So I don't know. I think I'm, I'm hoping those rules will change some point. Yep. Uh, legislation or otherwise, I don't know. I won't, you know, hold my breath for legislation. But I, I think I don't know. We'll see how this academy system works out. You know. Uh, yeah, I think know. that's why you're seeing a lot more academies yeah. investing in, in the professional game, uh, mm-hmm. especially at USL level. Um, you know, Scott Gallagher. You know, they they have their St. Louis FC now. TSC is, um, you know, partnered with the Roughnecks. Mm-hmm. You know what we could see, you know, is TSC, they have, you know, some phenomenal kid, you know, who, who's getting noticed, but, you know, you're not going to get that much notice with an academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, TSC can go ahead and sign him you know, sure. to the Roughneck contract, mm-hmm. sign him for a couple of years if you really believe in this kid. Mm-hmm. And then after a year, have him play. After a year, then you can go off and, um, you know, send him to an MLS team, send him to yeah. Weekly MX. Or, or being the case of Alfonso Davies playing for Bayern Munich, you know, so, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 good to see some of these guys, and, and you're starting to see more, you know, Josh Sargent, some of these cats that are young guys that are playing for these big major clubs in Europe. So, yeah, we'll hope. I hope we have, you know, 50 kids over there playing here in the next, you know, four years. You know, just I'd say kids, but, you know, everyone, I guess, under 30 is like a kid to me, but whatever. Uh, you know, just you have all these young young men over there playing overseas and getting that overseas experience via the MLS or USL, um, I think that would be, and then the, maybe you can start, you know, fine tuning that a little bit better, mm-hmm. as because you know, this is all kind of new. I mean, really, this is we're just doing this. We haven't really, as we as a country, have not really had that investment in the infrastructure at a lower levels and 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 with academies. So now I think you start seeing that. You know, and, and having these academies have access to, to players that, you know, really can change their lives by by using soccer as a as a way of getting there. Um, so, yeah, that's a we could we could talk hours on that, just the mm-hmm. whole paid play, or, you know, all that good stuff. But anyway, we'll cut it off there. But uh, I guess to I'll change change it change it up on you just a second here. Yeah, um, let's do it. Yeah. So, what do you think of? Um, oh gosh, it's happening again. Man, we're doing so good too. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I'll move some stuff around here, see if it doesn't help. Yeah, we're doing so good here, guys. And then the, the death, whatever death ray here is. My gosh, I don't know what's going on. I apologize. <sighs> Man, we're just about. me okay zach yep i can hear you okay is it still working we good what's that we good i think so i don't know i don't know ah geez it's really loud okay may have to may have to figure out whatever i don't know if it's my phone or if it's okay all right um I may have to end it. I'll try it one more time. Okay. All right, Zach, I'll have to end it, my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we'll get you back on here. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm not going to fight with it. It's it's some issue with the recording and yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll I'll have to I'll have to look it up, see what's going on with that because I've never had that happen before like twice in one interview. So we may have to use a different way of recording this stuff. So anyway, uh, thanks to uh, Matt Sheldon and Zach Eason for hopping on the podcast. Apologize for the technical glitches there. Ugh, so annoying. I don't know what's going on. Hopefully Marie Kondo doesn't still finds joy with this. So, but anyway, I, I, that's going to wrap it up for me tonight. Uh, thank you so much for hopping on, joining me this evening. We'll get. We'll get uh, hopefully these technical glitches fixed going forward and figure out something with that. But anyway, thank you so much for joining me. Have a good time. And uh, God bless. See you.